hope y'all like I'm cool. A way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex from Rand. I'm love at first sight, but not love the first night. Oh. Is this for somebody? Uh, me? <laughs> uh, traditionally, I, I'm a very traditional guy in terms of, uh, you know, dating and whatnot. If I were to have a, a housewife tagline, I'm sure that would fit me pretty well. But I'm trying to think of other housewives that have that sort of, um, that vibe. I feel like a lot of them are pretty empowered and like, I'll fuck on the first night. Can you think of any? Not in terms of like sexy time, but in terms of viewers liking them. Oh. So Diana, our new Beverly Hills housewife, um, you can tell that she thinks that she is hot and that everyone's going to love her. And she is hot and everyone loves her. Oh, you are not. On no, inter- no. In terms of viewership. She, her little, you want a villain? Here I am. Yeah. The internet hates her already. What? Oh. So. Disagree. What do the people want? They want a 10 minute long backstory on why she deserves to be rich because of the life she's lived. <laughs> is that, is, really? Wait, is that, are you joking? Because that's what we got? Or <laughs> No, I'm joking. That scene just dragged and dragged. Yeah. Oh, no, I sat there the whole time thinking like, what does her husband Asher look like without his beard? And does he look exactly like her son? The answer was yes. Well, of course. Yes. I thought that. And too. she confirmed it. And so that kept me amused the entire time. I kind of don't remember what toys her baby played with. I just remember that. I was trying to do the math in my head and I looked it up. She's now 49. So she had that baby at like 47. No, I was. No, I was. This is before she said the ages. I was like over here whizzing the numbers. I had eight calculators. I was wearing those visors. (laughs) I was going, um, what line do you think set the internet off that they decided they hate her? It happened at the dinner party. 60K, that's nothing. Did she Oh, that was Lisa. That was Lisa Rinna. That was Mm -hmm. Lisa Rinna. It was the, I'm a gay man's trapped in a straight woman's body. Oh, yeah. Like, a very, like, ha, 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 would have done well with audiences probably in 2003. Yeah. And now no longer. Yeah, that type of comment don't don't play anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, the internet was like, no, no, no. I get, but then Lisa Rinna goes, me too. Oh, Lisa Reynolds says me too to everything. So you think that she's love at first sight, but not love the first night? I think that people do not love her that first night, but we love her at first sight as in this is going to be a great housewife. We know that she gives it up, though, on the first date because she was only single for five seconds and then she started dating Asher. Good for her. So I think, no, Alex, she and you are nothing alike. (laughs) Besides, you're both beautiful. I was going with like the viewership. And we both deserve to be rich. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With a great backstory. We're also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I'm not here to assist you, only to serve tea. Pay me. Is that for Kenya? No, that's for Anthony. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, we can't get, I got to keep us on track because I was about to start talking about Atlanta. Our whole show was just going to be an intro at this point. So <laughs> I'm moving us along, but boy, do I have thoughts. He's love at first sight. <laughs> you guys are gonna get this right away i hope his love might go to infinity and beyond but if i can't live with you then you need to come down to earth uh frank yeah mm, dolo. Ding, ding, ding. it's for frank because frank is bad let's all be honest because he thinks he can't live with this new boyfriend of dolores's 
Because Frank loves to live with all of Dolores' I loved it when Andy asked Dolores, does Frank have any money? Because, like, the evidence suggests that he's just freeloading and doesn't really work. He's just, like, doing honeydews around the homes that he's able to live in, right? I thought he was a contractor. I do not think he's a contractor anymore. No, I think he's a honeydoer. Yeah. He's a professional honeydoer. And so he needs Dolores to date these honeys for him to have a new clientele. Do we want us to get into the last ep of Summer House? Yes. <gasps> yeah. All right. Our last episode of Summer House. I'm going to start off with saying that Luke has not done or said anything this entire season or reunion. Why does he get asked back? I think Luke has... A definite appeal to me. I think he's a weirdo. I think that the quietness of him is just a part of that appeal. Because when he does speak or does do something, it's so specific to him. It's so strange that you're like, I can't imagine a summer house without Luke. Without like a random cutaway to him like woodworking or trying, you know, trying to start fire or like saying something weird to Maya like, you know, if you wanted to date me, we could have (laughs) dated, which was a crazy thing he said this reunion. He is setting up the groundwork to be able to date Maya. Woodwork. So the only takeaway I have from this final episode of Summer House is that there is so much unseen footage that we got this episode that makes the whole season make so much more sense. The editors were protecting Lindsay so much until weirdly this final episode. Mm -hmm. She slept naked with Austin. So now Sierra's reaction tracks. And she had so many more like outrageous hookups that we didn't get treated to during the season. And we just saw in the unseen footage. And still team Lindsay. Oh, totally. But that makes Amanda being worried about Lindsay make more sense. And Paige having this vendetta against Lindsay because she had Andrea lick her nipple while they were dating each other. So I think that like, oh, that's why Paige wanted Sierra to go hard on Lindsay because Paige didn't really have a leg to stand on, but Sierra did. But then Sierra still slept with Austin. Yeah. I know. They are so desperate for this guy to choose them. And Lindsay's whole thing was basically like, I'm so sorry your feelings are hurt that he chose me. Yeah. That's her overall vibe. And I think, I mean, Lindsay's nuts, right? The fact that she says, we didn't even talk about it. In episode one of the reunion, they said, who do you think is going to get engaged next? And Lindsay's response, do you guys remember it? Well, I don't know what any of these guys have planned. Like, she was expecting Carl to get down on one knee right then and there. (laughs) And then this episode... They're buying a house together. Yeah, we're looking into buying a house. They don't even live together. I'll tell you what that is. Lindsay is looking at Redfin and sending Carl things. Yeah, that was triggering for Amanda. Because all of the... All of our um, previews for the season, it looked like, oh my gosh, they are so in love. And online, they look like they're so in love. But when we actually saw it, Lindsay's like, I think I love you. And Carl was like... Okay, I'm really enjoying our time together. I was like, yeah, I think that we are a compatible match. Yeah, I don't think that, like, they're as, I don't know. I think Lindsay's being Lindsay, which is why she's fun for the show, but she's nuts. (laughs) All right, the online take is that Summer House is coming to a natural conclusion, and this is it. That That was my take. Oh, Julia. It was. Julia, you called it. Yep, and there are two camps, and we can't have them be together, So 
you know, it's just, it's not fun to watch anymore if they're so separate. The spinoff is called Summer Camps. <laughs> but I would say that I think at the end of this reunion, we totally could have another season. And apparently Winterhouse goes well, and Lindsay at least doesn't think that there was any drama with Paige and Sierra during Winterhouse. Okay, well, I guess, like, let me be clear on my Summer House is over stance. I think Summer House just needs to, like, pull in their youngings, Maya and Sierra, and get us some new blood. I just think the old crew yeah. is done. Or Andrea needs to um, be single again. He needs to be single guy. Uh, no Andrea for Winterhouse. Because he's in a love nest with Lexi. <laughs> Stupid Lexi. No Alex for Winterhouse? Is Alex, oh, I don't know. Alex, he's just gone now. <laughs> I'm assuming. I didn't even look for him. <laughs> Overall, good season. The Danielle confronting Sierra just made me sad, though. It didn't go well. No. And I think that Danielle probably had, like, a speech in her head and was ready for Sierra to be like, it wasn't my fault. But Sierra did own up to it, so mm-hmm. the speech didn't really work, but Danielle did it anyway. Also, Danielle looked so bad. Like, her makeup was her really weird. Her eyeliner was weird, right? Yeah. Oh, all, I felt bad. Her makeup was super weird. Everybody else looks airbrushed, and Danielle's like, you can see every little pore on her face. I don't know if the lighting was bad, but Danielle, like, she just didn't look put together like the other girls did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, and, you know, we see Paige in commercials for Southern Charm, but no, who we don't see? Danielle. Well, they're confirmed not going. Yeah, I think yeah. that uh, Levo's restaurant didn't hire Robert. My final takeaway, which is a quote from Andy, which I thought was hilarious. He was talking to Paige about Craig, and he said, like, I know you really like Bravo shows. Is it weird that you're dating the guy after seeing him fighting so much with Naomi? Or after being drunk at the reunion? I love that (laughs) Craig's reunion behavior is such, like, a point of contention with Andy. It makes me... Laugh. Wait, we're we're saying he was drunk at the reunion. Well, that's what Andy. Is I've saying, never seen politely. somebody more coked up in my life. <laughs> Every reunion, <laughs> it's the same. Andy seemed bored this reunion. He really did. And oh, did we not see? Did I hallucinate this? Kyle storm out of the reunion. Yeah, in the preview. Yeah, we never saw it. No, in real life. Oh wow. Maybe we hallucinated it. Maybe we saw Joe Gorga and we're like. God, that's Kyle. Is did that, we? Did that real? Is that really wait, happening? Wow, did that, that happen? Wait, another tiny angry man stormed off set. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm bamboozled. I don't know. All right. Well, what a good season. I'm excited for Winter House, which I think we get soon. And I think Summer House is going to start up soon. Alex, Winter House? No, no, we get Winter House, but new Summer House season starts filming. Oh, starts filming. Yeah. Oh, it's confirmed? I think so. So it's not over for Summer House. Oh, I mean, like, they would just replace. I think Summer House will continue on. I think our Summer House oh, might gotcha. replaced. Those people work more than anybody else. This was a pretty big season of Bravo because it was the first time I've seen a Bravo season where someone truly, like, came off unscathed and, like, I really love them as, like, a human being. And that's Maya. Yes. I don't think yeah. I'd say that for any other cast member of a Bravo show. Truly no hiccups in her journey for me. The whole season ends with like a very wholesome thing of her giving everyone cookies. <laughs> it was, I love her. And it her. was She's so great. nice because Carl, like, they can't have a drink. Like, yeah. it was just really well done. She's class, 100%. I said this about Carl last season, mind you. So mm-hmm. we'll see if this is just a, a, if I've just cursed Maya by saying this. Yeah, the, before you know it, she'll be eating people's legs. The Grey Morand curse. But I think she's all right. 
<laughs> All right, are we ready for Atlanta? Sure. Oh, yeah. Atlanta. To go off of what Julia was talking about earlier, uh, Marlo and Sheree keep saying that the streets are talking, when in fact, I do not think it's the streets. I think it's just Anthony. I wrote, Anthony is the streets! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> the, I mean, Candy clocked him that first episode we saw him when he was basically like, yes, honey, queen. Honey, it's a good, healthy libation. <laughs> <laughs> when he gave her her shot of juice or whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of like ABC mm. Family being like, this is what youth sound like. Like, it was so clunky and awkward. And now that we know that he's just telling everybody everything. In defense of Sheree, I see why Anthony wasn't her actual assistant, and that's because we saw him on camera assisting, in quotes, Drew. And let me tell you what services he provided. He went to a little girl's store to assist Drew in buying a gift. Said yes, honey, probably 45 times. Didn't even hold the gift. Drew had to hold her own shopping bag and then... Aren't, like, assistants there to, like, gas up your car? Because when they go and save Sonia, Anthony is like, oh, we need to get gas first. I'm like, what do you do? They're paid friends. That's what I think. That's so sad. He's not the one driving either. He's not even driving her. No, Drew drives. Is this why Drew has four assistants? Is because she needs the friends? Yeah, I think so. Oh, this is sad. Yeah. And also Anthony himself says that he was like friends with Sheree. So that is just his job is like just being a friend to the wealthy women of Atlanta. And then spreading hot goss wherever he can to any ear that will now, listen. Now, the Ralph being gay thing is an amazing plot development in Murder, She Drew. Yes. yes. Drew didn't get what was happening. She was kind of sitting on the opposite end of the table as that woman. I don't blame Drew for not hearing what was going on. She heard Ralph's gay and saw red. Oh, clearly a hot button issue with her. Yes. This yeah. is not the first time she has heard this. And that Anthony is saying it. I don't, I think that she didn't get that even when they said it, like she wasn't getting it. And then she's like, oh, but I don't think she'll get in a fight with Anthony. I think she'll keep Anthony around because he's too valuable because he's got dirt on the other mm. ladies. Maybe the candy sucks dick in the mm. locker room was really for Ralph. Maybe Ralph sucked dick in the locker room. I can't believe Candy was so upset by that. I have a hot take. I think Candy wrote it herself. You know That's what? Funny. That tracks because I... I could see that. Look, Candy, as very clear in this episode, that Candy and Todd are both... They're TV producers. They're good at manufacturing mm-hmm. drama. So I totally believe that theory. The only thing is, I think Todd kind of um, doesn't sell it quite as well as Candy. So when they do get in their fights that feel kind of manufactured, like when she has her agent on the Zoom and they're getting like in a little <laughs> oh my fight, God. Todd doesn't seem that convincing. <laughs> also, Todd being like, God, my life sucks. But he is still lying about the amount of sex he has. Anytime somebody says this is how much sex we have a week, I assume There's that no the way. number's wrong. I assume they're not having sex at all. Yeah. Right. We only have it seven times a week. I know. And it's always like yeah. a number that most people would consider like fine. And they say, oh, we all, yeah, like Alex said, we only have sex seven times a week. Also, he keeps saying that Candy's away. Candy's away doing work things. Right. And he knew this going in. What is Todd away doing? Also a producer. <laughs> work things. Hanging out. He's not doing work. What yeah. is he producing? With whose money? Candy and the gang. Do you think this is all because it's called Candy and the Gang and not Todd, Todd and Candy and the Gang? 
Yeah, Todd, I don't know. I don't like Todd. There's something off. He kind of seems like a little boy to me. Like, he seems really, really young. And to resent your wife is just a bad look. To resent yeah. anyone you love is a bad look. He, yeah. Yeah. He is praying she doesn't get that EGOT. Do we think yeah. she will get an EGOT? Do you imagine a future where she'll win an Academy Award for something? I mean, Amazing a Grammy is a pretty her, hard one. But... She's already got that down. I could see her getting a Tony for this play. Candy is so impressive to me. Like, I think yeah. about what her life must be like, and I, like, am overwhelmed and having a panic attack. And for everything to be, like, successful. Like, she's a successful Bravo personality, and she's on, like, acclaimed prestige TV, and she's producing, like, Tony-nominated shit. It's crazy. Kyle Richards just has Halloween kills. <laughs> Candy is also super humble, because when she came into Brooklyn's party and everyone's facing and applauding, she knew they weren't applauding for her. Whereas, <laughs> if I were Candy... I would walk into the room, people would be applauding and be like, I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, wait. That's the other thing is like last season watching, like I didn't even truly get the full extent of like the stuff that she was doing. It's only like this season now where I'm like realizing everything. Mm-hmm. And like I remember seeing a billboard in LA of her in that Showtime show, The Shy. And I was like, what? Candy's in like a big drama. It's so yeah, the fact that she's humble and modest about everything too just makes me like her more. Do you think that's why Todd is faux-resenting Candy? Do you think it's because they really just want to plug everything she's doing and they're like, I know, you can act like you resent me and then we can make sure we list every one of my projects. Oh, that is genius. I think he really does resent her because Candy does it all and makes it look so easy. Uh Uh-huh. And Todd's like, well, I'm just hanging out too. Why can't I do all the things she's done? But like, Candy, like Alex said, like has done everything. Mm-hmm. Or Todd just has a sad little condo. I know. Okay, do you know what I'm thinking of? Is like every housewife is so busy with their businesses being businessy. Like Carrie from um, Dallas, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Who is so busy with her trunk shows of her bad jewelry. Like they all have this pseudo business that they're so, so busy with. Where Candy has an empire. And she's like, doesn't seem very bothered by it. Mm -hmm. Well, she has assistants that actually work (laughs) and don't just remind her to go get gas. (laughs) And aren't wasting time appearing in like the Bravo show not working. Yeah, Yeah. we don't see Candy's assistants because they have like actual work to do. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, I have one thing to say. And this is when Marlo and Sheree are talking about Marlo's LA archive and Sheree's son is actually working in wardrobe for Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge in. And instead of like really focusing on this, Marlo's like, how did you become a single parent? And I think that's adorable that she's like really focusing on how to properly raise her nephews. But like also, Marlo, lay archive. Come on, like you gotta have a a little bit into that baby too. This is like the biggest connection you'll ever get. Anyway, that made me laugh. I love, like, we have this weird detective murder mystery that is... Murder Mar- she drew? Not murder she drew. Our secondary one is Marla, like, a high-class, like, sex worker. Well, if we take what they give us on the preview, if if Candy lets her sleep in the penthouse, she'll solve the mystery for us. But, like, I just love it. And, you know, we're going to go into Beverly Hills in a little bit, but just the things they say on Atlanta are so out there and, like, just mm-hmm. below the belt, and they all just roll with the punches. It's very refreshing, and it's so fun. Unless you're a white woman at the tea party. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you know what? There are 
are two Bravo viewers. The woman who said, this is a children's party and was so upset and stormed out. And the other woman who was sitting next to Marlo, who was delighted. You could tell she was a Bravo fan. <laughs> Marlo high-fived. Are we ready for Jersey? Sure. New Jersey. Since we were talking about friend ofs on Atlanta, we have to start with no Tracy. Not even a single mention at all. There's footage. She was there. We got her look. Like when they were posting the New Jersey look. She was a look. She was a look. She was brought out on stage. She was sat down in like a foldy chair at the end. And then they cut her out. They didn't even talk about her. It's like she didn't exist this season. No. They just wanted Tiki Barber on their camera. And like, I really enjoyed him. That man is not bad looking. We talk about like, there's a scale of housewife talent and... You know, Atlanta, Potomac are on one end. New York, most of the time, is on one end. And then, like, Beverly Hills is on the other. Let's Mm -hmm. just be honest. OC is kind of on the other. Tracy would have thrived on Beverly Hills. She would have. OC, she would have been right Mm. at home. She can't cut it for New Jersey. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have even let her on Atlanta or Potomac. Yeah. Shall we do our... our, This is the last time we're going to get to do this for a while. I feel like we're going to have the same one. Go for it, Alex. Is it uh, Yes Daddy? When Andy <gasps> no. tells everyone to calm down. <laughs> yes! That was so good. Yes Daddy. Mine was when uh, Andy is complimenting Joe B on his plastic surgery and she goes, he had so many bags. Cut them all off. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird because I didn't notice Joe's plastic surgery. Does that mean that it was good? That I didn't notice? I don't know. That's always a confusing thing. He looks even droopier to me. I love when Joe B tells us that me and Marge tell each other everything. Yeah, we know. We watch the show, you <laughs> gossip queens. <laughs> okay, we got to get into it. Louis. I think that Teresa should have let Louis speak for himself because the two lines he had during this reunion, I was like, okay, I believe him. Mm-hmm. She made him seem so much more guilty than he came across as when Mm -hmm. he spoke it seemed like if i didn't know everything already which i looked up because Teresa was being so weird about it i probably would have believed him like he was Mm -hmm. ultra calm what he says to her like if you love me you need to calm down you're making it worse like Mm -hmm. she's just too stupid for her own good and she doesn't the fact that she still thinks that Marge got him fired from his job. And Marge contacted all the ex-girlfriends and ex-wives. <sighs> yeah. The it's other like, great no. hot mic Marge is when Teresa says that Marge brought it to light. And Andy says, it was light already. And then Margaret goes, it was on fire. Um, I think that Louis and Teresa are obsessed with how famous Teresa Judice is. Yeah. And I think it's not playing well. In Andy's head, I think he's ready to take her down a peg. He didn't clearly. Look, he didn't look like most of the time. He's kind of like you, little rascal. He didn't look like it this no. time. He didn't seem amused with her. He got more upset than he ever. He had an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. He all, well, keep in mind he did have a dinner reservation, and they're in Jersey, so it's probably like with Anderson <laughs> Cooper or someone. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, we learned this week that Louis has officially declared bankruptcy. Yeah. He didn't pay a vendor, and then they sued him, and he didn't have the money to pay well, the vendor. he doesn't have a job. Uh, yeah, so I didn't really get what his business was ahead of, like, before then. Mm-hmm. But, oh, God, I'm really happy New Jersey's over. I can't do another reunion. Teresa, it's like talking to a brick wall. Like, she's so stupid. 
Do you think Teresa is going to marry him? No. Yes. I don't think they'll get that far. Do you think that their wedding is yes. going to be on Brava? Absolutely. If they do, yes. Okay. Yes. What did we think about Louis saying his favorite show was Sex and the City? My takeaway from that was how weird all of the reaction shots to it were. Everyone's reaction shot was suggesting like, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out what why people meant. were reacting that way. Is it like a presentational thing? Because Louis is such like a presentational guy, like by like being like, oh yeah, man, I love Sex in the City. Like That's yeah. what I t- took it as. Yeah, because he loves and respects women. Yeah, it's and a he female. Sex in the exactly, city. it's mm-hmm. female approved. Look, I'm a I'm a woman lover. Mm-hmm. Look what I like. That's how I took it. Yeah. Oh, totally. What was your What were your thoughts, Julia? Oh, just the fact of how few successful weddings Sex in the City actually has in it made me like. And then the fact that they picked Miranda's wedding to be the wedding they were pulling inspo from, because there's a lot of failed weddings in Sex in the City. So when he says, I want my wedding like Sex in the City, like Big notoriously didn't show up for his well, own wedding. Well, that's what I thought he was referencing. Like, it, it, like, just to say that as a blanket statement, your brain does not go to Miranda and Steve's, you know, wedding in the garden with a breakfast at the end. But he later cheats on her. Yeah. Your mind goes to the, the actual actor who played Big and his lifestyle. That's what you think of when you think of oh. who Louis <laughs> most like. And yeah, so and then you feel sorry universe. for Peloton, and then you're like, what am I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you start spiraling. <laughs> Overall, good season. I'm kind of, you know, at first we were disappointed it was only 12 episodes. I'm fine. Yeah, um, I'm really proud of Joe for taking back the phrase, little bitch boy. Um, I was really worried that he was going to take that to heart, but he's really made that his own. My favorite part is when he goes and explains, no, we were all little pitch boys after his toast. That's how he made... That's how he makes it his own. He has to brand every other guy on the show a little bitch boy. For him to be okay with it. <laughs> hey, that's what we all are. It's interesting because this franchise, you think like they need Teresa. They really don't. You have Dolores versus Jen, Jen versus everybody, Melissa and Jen trying to make up, Margaret versus Jen. Like, I think that it could survive and thrive without Teresa. Jen is a star. There are a couple of moments of this last episode mm-hmm. of the reunion that I love. Jen, when she was like, Bill, fucking say something, Bill, screaming at her husband. Yeah. Amazing. And then she's trying to convince everyone that she didn't care if, Jackie's husband cheated on Jackie and Marge is yelling at her just care less like they're just so good together they need Jen they need Jen and Dolores knows it because she after being like I'm done with Jen she instantly is hugging her at the end of the reunion like Dolores is a smart cookie she knows do you think they need Teresa oh I'm so over Teresa and I I haven't even watched she's such a roadblock I wonder if you've seen this from season one, episode one, which I haven't. And because of Teresa, I don't even think I could dabble in the beginning again. No. But it, do you is... think that people who are really loyal Teresa, people who've watched her her whole life and her daughters grow up, do you think they want her? Or do you think everyone's equally over it? I think pretty, pretty people are pretty over it. And one more thing to back up Andy being over it is he said, well, was was uh, Louie turned on like tr- like Joe Judice was mm-hmm. when you flipped the table and she got like kind of tail between her legs. 
So I think that kind of era of flipping tables and stuff in Housewives is over. And that was her era. Those are her glory days. And it's it's done. The Jersey Shore fighting and stuff like that, I think that's done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it didn't fly on Potomac. Yeah, that's, I think Potomac is actually the one that, like, okay, this isn't fun to watch anymore. And, you know, mm-hmm. that has its own issues with that probably having to do with some racial stuff. But then it's like, okay, so why does Teresa get to hit Yeah, why people? can white women... Yeah, why does Teresa get to throw tables left, right, and center? Teresa is now a Bravo liability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and she has been doing some groveling online. So it will be interesting to see. I can't imagine them firing her, but maybe making her a friend of would knock her down a peg. Oh, and Melissa. Now, any updates on Jackie? On her demotion? No, but it's definitely a rumored demotion after I took it as fact last time. I really hope they don't. You want to keep her. I want to keep her. I love Jackie. Don't demote Jackie. I want to keep her too. And we shouldn't say it. We shouldn't comment on how somebody looks, but Jackie has- The extra 10 pounds look great on her. Is that what it is? She has never looked better. Her face- She looks so good. She doesn't look ill. No. It's nice to look at a healthy person. And like when they did flashbacks, like, oh my Mm. God, you kind of- Well, the flashback to her wedding dress is like shocking. And then just even the flashback to the analogy thing, which got brought up again at this reunion. Jackie actually has been a plot driver. Yeah, she really has. She, yeah. And she does it in a way that Maya can pull off, where she does it pretty unscathed. Mm Mm-hmm. Jackie looks gorgeous, and I think her story is very interesting. And you know that's going to be a continued journey, and I think it's impressive. Um, an interesting thing, though, everybody is thinking, okay, with this Frank stuff, they didn't show it. People are like, Evan definitely cheated. Frank definitely knew something. Mm-hmm. And he I wasn't going to hand it over to Jen. I know. But, but I think Evan, like... Maybe Evan has Frank's balls. Interesting. All right, we're going to end it on that note. <laughs> if that is... <laughs> no, Alex, no, no, Alex, say your thing. I'm teasing. No, I was gonna say my theory is that Jackie and um, Evan, like they've talked about, it. Jackie knows that he cheated, but like mm-hmm. they're not going to air it out. No. I think she's gonna continue like shutting it down. I think that's just gonna remain between them. Well, just and like Jen uh, and Bill, I think they've grown mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, and just like, well, I mean, think of it would be hard to have a wife who's like so focused on eating, and this is, gives him no excuse, but. They do talk about how much she kept from him and all the secrets she kept from him in terms of her eating disorder. So he already felt disconnected. And I feel like they were just really Mm -hmm. disconnected. And I feel like they both made the conscious decision to make each other healthier. Him not cheating on her anymore and her getting back to health. And um, And it's the reverse situation of the Jen and Bill thing because like it was a rumor that then they had to confront it that because of that. Whereas the Jen and Bill thing is like something they tried walking away and then it came back and they didn't have, they hadn't dealt with it. So. Right. It caught them off guard where I think Jackie and Evan. Yeah. yeah, Jackie and Evan, it was so fresh that I think they knew exactly what to do with it. And the fact that Jillian and Bill went on the show with this giant skeleton with the stance that they would just deny it if it ever came up, which of course they ended up not doing. Mm-hmm. But I think that that mm-hmm. kind of goes to prove your theory, Alex, that that Evan and Jackie decided just to deny whatever they have coming. And honestly, I don't mind a little detective yeah. work. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, overall, good season. We said goodbye to two shows this week. Thank gosh. Because, like, I love them, and then I'm ready for a new one. And then Bravo gives us a new one, or two new ones. We have Dubai coming up. 
Let's move on. Alrighty. Are we ready for Beverly Hills? Yes. Okay. Beverly Hills. I rag on Beverly Hills. It is my least favorite franchise. Now um, that I have supporting evidence up. for this. Did it be, it be my least favorite franchise? Yeah. Okay. I was watching this, the beginning of this episode, <laughs> and I realized... I don't know where this is going. ...that this is a show about women being on a show. Yeah. It's with all of mm-hmm. the watch what happens live footage and like were you invited to elton mm-hmm. john's party it is just about the show i agree whereas other bravo shows have the facade of oh we're like capturing what they're doing in their lives like whatever like we're trying to be fly on the wall like this is how their lives actually like are they're, these are their businesses beverly hills is like nope their, their lifestyle is being on this bravo show mm-hmm. and cultivating this personality so it's every, every all of them are performing uh-huh. Yeah, and we have to give it up to Diana for actually showing us her life, which is actually quite boring day to day, and we're all, like, offended. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, how dare we watch you play with your children? <laughs> like, you have so much money and so much beauty. Like, don't show us this. Produce I, better, Diana. I'm thinking about what are my favorite franchises, um, original New York Potomac and Atlanta and those are all super authentic ladies who put it all out there they look like idiots they look so smart they have huge public breakups Mm -hmm. you know they give us some of our best one-liners like there are almost no I mean rag on Teresa but that is who she is exactly Mm -hmm. and like okay if you were gonna Mm -hmm. say iconic bravo taglines how many of them come from Beverly Hills Crystal has the worst tagline right now. <gasps> I like her tagline. Oh, I hate it. I just mean like catchphrases that come out naturally. But now let's get into taglines. Are you ready for a rundown? And I skipped them so I can guess. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh, shoot. Okay. No voices. Do them friends. all in Erica. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready? If you want a seat at my table, you best mind your manners. Sutton. Yes. Mm. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Kyle? It's Garcelle. I like I like her that. tagline. Okay. I I guess that for Kyle because she's in a movie, I don't know, Spotlight. Avalon Kyle's too. So uh, that one should have been, I need the spotlight, and then just period. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. next, Alex, you better get this one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Erica? <laughs> Lisa. What? Yeah. Oh, come on. That's. I mean, she is what? What on earth? Karma. What on earth? (laughs) She just wanted to say I'm a bitch. The only thing better than having it all is having even more. Not Jareet. Crystal. I've gotten one right. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great. All right. You can take all my things, but you won't have taken what matters. Okay, Erica. Jareet. Jareet. She got robbed. Alex! Oh, I thought it was Erica being all victim, me. This is who you have left. <laughs> you have Erica, you hey, have Erica Kyle. Erica lost it all. You she have did. Erica, Crystal, and <laughs> Kyle left, okay? Okay, okay. You're just gonna get this one wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they say that talk is cheap, but in Beverly Hills, it can cost you. Uh, well, I know Kyle loves to say Beverly Hills in her taglines. So I'll say Erica. No, it's Crystal. <laughs> you have Kyle and Erica. I'm going to read them both. When the, you're the real deal, you don't have to pretend. There's one of them. And then the other one is, I have nothing to hide and nothing to lose, and that makes me dangerous. Okay. 
So that second one has to be Erica. Yes. No, that was Kyle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's Erica. Yeah. Then I will defend my Dorit mistake. I'll defend it. Because Erica does position herself as I lost everything. But everything else felt very personality-less. So that's my defense of doing terrible in that game. Mm-hmm. Well, Kyle didn't even say her one personality line. It's Mine. because Crystal took it. My town, this town. Yeah. Crystal stole it from her. I would be pissed if I were Kyle. When will when will uh, when will Crystal bring it? Is my big question. I know we got a preview of her being involved in some sort of drama. I hope I hope she brings it. They must have seen something in her to cast. Now that we are into the actual show part, after uh, what was that six minutes of pain? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about Elton John's dinner party extravaganza who do a we, fundraising event fundraising event that diana put on what on earth was she talking about i bet she's barely involved uh, yeah she's a board <laughs> member on the charity yeah so she, she like signed mm. something and her assistant does everything. 10 bucks she went once because her great insight into why lisa would be like right is like yeah you you're able to cancel like that's her great insight into her event you're able to cancel a table and this, <laughs> that's what everyone turned to her for and this is after she's like we shouldn't be talking about this this is classless and then she's like oh wait i have something to say <laughs> yeah um who do we believe sutton or rinna sutton 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 they clearly were very shaken by sutton's receipt sutton went why would she how could she have canceled and rinna looking so flabbergasted when sutton had a printed out receipt like, Rena was not ready mm-hmm. for that. No. And this is Rena's big thing, and we're going to have to hear about it all season. Rena, Rena's one of my least favorite housewives. It's, you, it feels so manufactured. It's so fake. And how she she can't just own... For Careful, saying, city. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> uh, for having her tagline basically be own it, she does not own that she's the villain. She kind of does, but in this like weird fake way. And it just drives me nuts. Something about Sutton, though. I think Sutton's reaction to the Dorit break-in thing was really weird. But Sutton has a lot of baggage about, you know, guns and kind of things like that, like violence in the home. She also showed up on camera to plug Sutton's store. She was having a hard time pivoting. She doesn't do a good job, like, rolling with the punches. empathetic. Well, what did Kyle want mm-hmm. her to do? Kyle, we had a little scene of you looking out your window longingly. Like, that is so fake <laughs> and stupid, and you made it all about mm-hmm. yourself. Like, that's what you wanted her to do? Um, Garcelle is my favorite cast member on Beverly Hills. The fact mm-hmm. she called out Sutton that when Sutton's like, I adore you. She's like, bitch! She's like, you don't adore her. Don't be fake. I think the fact that Garcelle is friends with Sutton... Mm-hmm makes me trust Sutton more. Same. It's trust by proxy. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And with, like, the gun thing, if that is Sutton's, like, defense of, like, that's why she's acting weird, and then Kyle challenges her on that, I think that's a knock against Kyle to not drop it right then and there. If Sutton's suggesting that it's very traumatic. You could yeah. see the pause of Kyle weighing her options and being like, shoot, what do I say? And she came up with... This isn't about you, which still looked bad. She should have just said, 
Yeah. I don't know what Kyle could have said. Well, she should have dropped it. She definitely went the wrong direction because people of the internet said, wait a second, this is all seeming a bit too familiar. And memes have been pulled up of when Lisa Vanderpump's brother um, took his own life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Lisa's saying, I've been in London for a funeral for five days. And Kyle's response is, I have shit going on with me too. Oh, Which is no. literally exactly Kyle. what uh, Sutton said. Sutton said, and somebody actually died mm. in Lisa's. Yeah. So instead of only sixty thousand dollar watches getting stolen, some, I mean it's not like a two hundred thousand dollar watch. It's lines like that that make me be like, "This is the worst Bravo show." I yeah. like wanted to turn the TV off. Oh. Yeah. Some people are saying that the break in was fake. I mean, uh, PK was not around. He wasn't. And how Jareet and PK get their money is as questionable as how Marlo gets gets her money. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Erica should be the most worried about Diana's arrival. And that's because for some reason, and this is going to be harsh, but Diana and Erica sitting in the same room together, Erica comes off to me Mm -hmm. as an off-brand Diana. She's like a budget Diana. Yeah, Diana is Erica 2.0. Yeah, I think Erica knows this because she wants to get close. She also wants to get close with Harry and Lisa. Uh, that, oh my god! That joke. Which was the other moment that made me want to turn off my TV. That joke did not go over well. We oh should god. have a threesome. Silence. That was so bad. <laughs> Why did Harry Hamlin have a birthday party with not a single friend there? Because it's all for the show. Yeah, even Kenya let Brooklyn invite some friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all for show. None of this is real. Yeah. And she invited Sutton to his birthday party, who he apparently has a big problem with. <laughs> who he apparently, like, texted Sutton. She texted him from her phone. I know. Sutton probably responded, too. <laughs> Uh, I have one final thought, and it's about Lisa hyping up the people in her life. Like, she always made a big deal about Lois, her mom, coming on, and so, like, trying to make Lois a fan favorite, and the way that she talks about her husband trying to make him a fan favorite, like, she hypes them up so much, and it's just another, like, I don't know, feels disingenuous. Mm-hmm. It is funny when she hypes him up so much, and then, like, it cuts to him, and he's, like, so low energy and so not into it at all. <laughs> Are we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. All right. Awards. My Goodbye Kyle Award, named after Ken, who yelled that at Kyle Richards, goes to Kenya and Brooklyn. And now, hang on, I got to give some background on this award. Kyle wanted us so badly to see her daughter's bat mitzvah at the beginning of the season. She talked about it. She was sure it was going to air. We did not see even half a second of it. Not even a ba. Not even a little bit, yes. But Bravo said, oh, no, no. No, no botnitsa for Kyle. Meanwhile, here's a whole toddler's birthday party for a whole episode. (laughs) So congratulations, uh, Brooklyn and Kenya, and goodbye, Kyle. Would there be an adults-only tea table, though, at the botnitsa? Probably not. <laughs> it's like they've given Kyle 4,000 white parties. They're like, no vomits, but for you. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your award? My chill, chill, <laughs> chill award, named after the many different versions of the chill song from Atlanta last season, is being sung 
to one Amanda from Summerhouse, <gasps> who, while I know we have seen the unseen footage of this season that would lead Amanda to be a little, uh, react a little strongly to Lindsay's actions, I would just sing and chill at her the whole episode. Amanda, you don't need to get involved in this. You got your own issues with Kyle. You really don't need to insert yourself in the Lindsay and Sierra drama. Just chill. <laughs> chill, 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 And I hope chill. that she takes that message into next season. Chill, chill. <laughs> Bye, kill. Okay. Oddly close to Alex's award, my award is the Editor's Choice Award, and that is gifted to Lindsay, who the editors clearly chose to make look really amazing this season of Summer House. And... Like we said, even with all the unseen footage that we now have seen, so now it's seen, seen footage, we still support Lindsay 100%. But I also feel it's because we've been tainted Mm -hmm. by everyone's overreaction. That Mm -hmm. is because our timeline is skewed. And I feel like the editors chose Mm -hmm. Lindsay, and I agree with them. Yet, congratulations, Lindsay. You've won them over. Editors of the first season... Are they the real click Paige is complaining about? Interesting. Ooh, it goes all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. All right, Julia and Alex, well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 